0: Coming up in this episode, we're gonna talk about the seventh circle of hell, meaning it's hot as hell out, and we're gonna talk about how you can possibly stay a little bit cooler during your summer ride. Also, our featured ride of the week, the Melbourne Loop in Arkansas. It's a 58-mile ride, and it's one that you're gonna really like, so stick around.
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides digital network. Conversations about motorcycles, any random thoughts that pop into our head, and of course, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. You know, I don't know what's wearing out faster, me or my bike. What I do know is that if your bike needs maintenance, then you need to go by Heartland Honda in Springdale, Arkansas, the first Level 5 Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. The red-level technicians can keep you rolling this summer. Plus, Heartland Honda has a huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, all with excellent financing options. So give them a call at 479-751-7022. Or you can find them online at heartlandhonda.com. Heartland Honda. Work hard. Play hard. I want to tell you about a legal team whose members are both experienced motorcycle riders and aggressive trial lawyers. They're called the Law Tigers. Now, Law Tigers is not a law firm or a lawyer referral service. What they are is a National Association of Motorcycle Accident Injury Lawyers who are ready to assist you with your accident claim. Each Law Tiger has their own law firm. They also have a great website that can help you answer a lot of your questions. So go to LawTigers.com and put their number in your phone, 888-863-7216. There's someone there 24-7 to help you with any of your questions. Law Tigers Motorcycle Lawyers, helping riders find answers. Well, welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. We are sure glad you are joining us. With me, as always, is Randy Squeaky Lewis from Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri.
1: What's up, old head?
0: Nothing. I'm walking around a little much better now.
1: <laughs> That's about perspective.
0: It, is it really? <laughs> yeah, it
1: is better than you were a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but... we've gotten rid of the walker. Yeah,
0: we've even gotten rid of the cane. <laughs> Just but, but it I'm not kicking yet. Up. Yeah. So. Have you had a good week?
1: Yeah, just another week, man. Just another week. Yep.
0: It is hot as hell out there.
1: Oh, my goodness, dude. Oh, my goodness. This is like the best diet plan ever. Just sweat your ass off for it hours is. upon hours on end.
0: Well, now, does it work for you? with? Because you supplement the sweat with beer.
1: <laughs> it helps flush all the impurities out, I That's guess. That's <laughs> what it is.
0: Well, I want to get right to the, to the subject at hand. First, we're going to talk about our featured ride. Now, this is an Arkansas ride. It's 58 miles long. You can find it on page 3 of the Ozark Ride Maps at ozarkrides.com. It's called the Melbourne Loop. And this 58-mile ride begins and ends in the community of Melbourne, which is just about northeast of Mountain View, Arkansas, and skirts the St. Francis National Forest. Beautiful ride. There's a 20-mile section of Arkansas 9, just out of Melbourne, all the way down to Allison, where you can cut back north on Highway Five, and it's a very exciting ride with lots of switchbacks, twisties. It's an advanced ride, I think, at least wise that section of it, maybe a little outside your comfort zone there, Randy. Yeah. But you yeah, know for
1: sure. For you sure. Know. I can't take my Metropolitan on it and and I'm not test riding a motorcycle, so, you know, what do I know about riding?
0: I know, exactly. This is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, and then you go, once you're done with your twisties, you'll head north on Highway 5. It continues to the community of Calico Rock, and that sits along the banks of the White River. White River is a beautiful area. Yes, it is. A lot is. of people float it. Back in the old days, they brought a lot of commerce up that river. It's a great place to get off, stretch your legs, and have a maybe a little picnic or something. A beer, a beer break.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you go to picnic. <laughs> well, I'm,
0: I'm just trying to relate. There are people out there that do that. Yeah, uh, you know, okay. let's get down to your level of beer and whiskey break. <laughs>
1: yes, please.
0: And then of course, the remainder of the ride on Arkansas 56, it's 20 mile portion. Uh, it's got long sweeping curves, canopies uh, on certain sections of it. It's a, it's definitely a put a smile on your face.
1: Yeah. This is the best time where you just time it up right maybe not in the middle of the day but you like those night rides it's a great little place to stop and skinny dip for a minute
0: now the best time you say that yes now i don't know where you're listening from but here in missouri right now as we speak it is hotter than blue blazes yeah i think the high today is supposed to be 104
1: something like that yeah and it's been staying that way for the past two weeks
0: and i don't know how long it's going to stay this way the only upside is i haven't had to mow my lawn
1: (laughs) that is true that is true
0: but as for me, I'm everybody knows I'm the winter rider. To me, this is what the normal guy would call winter, meaning I'm not riding in this. Yeah. It's just too damn hot. But well, there was a time that I did. I mean, I was young once. You're so
1: old, you can't handle that thick and heavy air anymore. No,
0: that's right. I'm not ashamed to admit it. You don't get old being stupid. <laughs> Unless yeah. it's by chance. <laughs>
1: yeah. Fear the old man where young men die. That's right.
0: <laughs> Well, it begs the question. Then, what do you do when the temperatures are ninety plus degrees and you just really have to ride? So, how do you stay cool with temperatures that are this high? It's a tough prospect, but we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do. Yeah. Well, from my experience, going back in the way way back machine, that's like that being the cobwebs of my brain, <laughs> one of the things that you really need to do is dress properly and keep your skin covered. I have been out and about. And I'll see riders, it's 100 degrees out plus, and they'll be out there in shorts, flip-flops, and no shirt. Yes. And they're stupid. It
1: actually heats you up If you're that you person, I'm
0: calling you out, you're stupid.
1: Typically, those guys are just running down the street, though.
0: Right, going up to the corner to yeah. get a case of beer yeah. and bring it back.
1: Yeah. yeah, but no, anytime your skin is exposed like that, it actually fatigues you, heats you up even more, and keeps you hot.
0: You know, you saying that just reminded me, you're a former paramedic. Uh, yep. so maybe you know something a little
1: bit sometimes.
0: Sometimes, yeah. Well, it does seem like simple advice, but it's amazing how many people do follow it. Uh, any areas of the skin that are exposed that'd be much harder to cool. Yes. It's like you know, I spent a lot of time uh, in the mid east, and you've seen these Bedouins, yeah, and they are covered from head to toe on their face, everything, yeah. And I guarantee you, they stay a lot cooler. And the guy running around in shorts yes. and flip-flops. It's and there's a, a reason for it's
1: that. It's a proven fact, uh, truthfully. It really is. Like, you'll see those survivalists out there in the deserts, and how often do you see them stripping down to nothing? Typically, they're trying to keep all of that... The skin covered. And then when you do sweat, those clothes kind of soak up that sweat. You get a little bit of breeze on it. And it actually helps with cooling on you. Your skin temperatures are lowered drastically by not having the rays on your skin. There's just so much science to the fact of keeping it covered up. Exactly. No, well, I'm not saying put on a freaking wool blanket. I'm well, saying, there are certain materials yeah, that you have, yeah. and it
0: does seem counterintuitive to right. have all of this stuff on, but if you've got the kind of material where the wind can breeze through it and keep it cool, yep. you're going to stay a lot cooler. Long yeah. sleeves, you know, something on the back of your neck. I used to use, and I still have it, one of these little, uh, it's kind of like a uh, a tube, it's a balaclava, and it has these little beads in it. I forget the brand name or off the top of my head.
1: I'm pretty sure that's a sex toy. <laughs>
0: Is that what it is? I'm, it I'm pretty coffee. sure. I think
1: you just used it wrong. <laughs> I'm using it wrong.
0: Well, you soak this thing in, wa- in cold water and then uh, wring it out and snap it three times and put it on, yeah. and it's like having an air conditioner around your neck. Those yeah. are awesome. But yeah. the great thing about those is in the winter, they're kind you of silk. You them up. Uh, you, they work just as good for keeping you warm in the winter.
1: Mm. See, my daughter plays softball, and, I mean, she's playing today in this heat. And it's called like a frog tog. It almost looks like a chamois for washing your car and drying your car off. Put it in ice cold water. So the
0: frog togs I have are the ones that I use for rain gear.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is it
0: the I, same I, material?
1: Different. It's different. Same brand, but different material. Something like that. Um, anyway, you just soak it in ice cold water and it holds the water, holds the moisture. You put it yeah. around your neck and uh, she uses it. She's a catcher. So she, she puts it on with her equipment. And it just lowers your core temperature a little bit. Keeps you cool. So one of the bigger things, too, that people tend to forget is hydration. You know, yeah, everybody wants, you say, stay hydrated. Well, if you're continuously sweating, continuously put water or something back into your system. You'll continue to sweat. That sweat is actually, when you have light-colored, lightweight, long-sleeve, long pants. It's the body's
0: air conditioner.
1: Yeah, it will actually keep you cooler. That little bit of sweat that you're emitting there... Once the air runs over it, it helps cool you back down. So sweating isn't necessarily a horrible thing. What's horrible is when you stop sweating.
0: Do you think you got a problem? Yeah,
1: medically, when you stop sweating, you've got issues. You're you're really looking at heat fatigue, you know, heat strokes, high. All those medical factors of it come into play. So you want to be And here's the other sweating. thing
0: about uh, staying hydrated. You want to stay hydrated with water. You know, a lot of guys will will stop and they'll they'll have some drinks. Yeah. They'll get a soda or something like that. Yeah. You need to stay hydrated with water or one of these sports drinks that uh, has the electrolytes in them and yep. stuff like that. Because otherwise, you're just kind of screwing yourself over.
1: Yeah, soda's a diuretic, so it's going to dehydrate you even faster. It's not going to help you out any. If you can keep your brain hydrated, really, that's what that's what really causes your fatigue as much as anything. is just your brain being dehydrated. That's when you get lethargic. You get to where you can't think very clear. Then your whole body is, You know, it's ran off your brain, obviously, so you have a loss of coordination. You have a lot of loss by being dehydrated.
0: Another thing you can do is use cooling gear. Now, these days, there's technology. They have clothes that you can wear. They've got these shirts that look like plain old plaid long-sleeve shirts that I like to wear. Yeah. But they're specifically designed for hot weather, and they help keep you cool by allowing a lot of ventilation, the air to flow through you, Mm -hmm. but yet at the same time cover you. Stuff like that is ideal.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine, say you're out west right now, and it's smoking, smoking hot. Say Nevada, New Mexico, Texas right now, places like that, and you love to ride. You know, gear is one thing that motorcyclists always tend to, to go towards, but usually they look at it for safety, you know, padded elbows, padded shoulders, things like that. Or in the wintertime, heated gear, you know, extra wind protection, things like that. Well, in the summertime, it's the same way. You have to think about it as, you know, protection thing. So it's protecting you from the heat, the sun, the fatigue, all that. I
0: wish somebody would invent, you know how they have the heated liners like I use in the yeah, winter? For a I wish liner. somebody would would invent an air-conditioned liner. Yeah, so you, you know. put these liner on, you look like you're burning up, but you plug it into <laughs> your bike, and it's like an air conditioner. It's I like, mean, it's like a space suit. Like all the cars now
1: have cooled seats. Let's yeah. develop that into an undershirt or an underlayer. And then you can just plug it in, hit a button, and it just circulates that cool air. 110 degrees
0: outside, screw it. I feel good. It's 72 in here. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, and I worked on the road when I was doing high temperature welding and repair on like power plants, oil refineries, things like that. We had special suits that on the inside of it, we had a cooling vest. And what it was, it was just literally we'd plug into fresh air and it would just constantly pump air over your body. It had little pinholes in it. And did it work well? Yeah. We typically average, you know, we'd go into places that are seven, 800 degrees and be in there for hours on end welding and doing repairs and things like that. It'd keep you cool. Like so
0: that. Let somebody put that out. And yeah. It.
1: No joke. Ours was a little bit different because we had a massive air compressor and ventilation system that yeah. we had to plug into. But, you know, surely you can come up with some type of a little motor to just be in your pocket or on your hip. And it would just pump a little bit of cool air, like a little air compressor. Even if
0: it's big enough, you have to put it in your saddlebag.
1: Jeez. Now now we're getting to where you're looking like Mad Max.
0: That's fine. If it stays cool. That expands my riding season then. Well, we've covered some of the basic things you can do with clothing and cooling gear. One of the next things you need to think about is increasing the amount of times that you stop. Yeah. Which I hate doing. But, you know, in the heat, you need to do it. So one of the best ways to rejuvenate yourself is by getting out of the heat, of course, and into a cooler environment. So stop at a convenience store. Do stuff like go inside, get yourself a bottle of water, relax a little bit, you know, more often. One of the cool things that uh, you can do is a lot of these convenience stores have these uh, ice coolers where they keep their bags of ice. Or their beer. Or their beer or whatever. Take your helmet off if you're using one. Mm -hmm. Go throw it in that while you're having a jug of water or whatever. (laughs) And then when you leave, just grab that thing and it's cooled off quick.
1: That's true. It works great. Here's where my mind goes.
0: But you need to stop at least, and I hate saying this because it just goes against me, but to stay healthy and safe, you know, you need to stop for at least like 45 minutes. To cool wow. Off. Wow. That, that that's seems, what the doctors are telling us. Yeah. That's just
1: because you're old. Young people rejuvenate a little bit faster than you geriatrics do.
0: Well, I'm old enough to know not to go in the first place when it's 104 out. <laughs> and you know, if it's 104 out, how hot is it when you're at the stoplight on the black tarmac?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: To, 3000 degrees.
1: So here's something this is where my mind goes cuz I I'm not a self-respecting person like there's nobody that hates me more than me. So I always go to my bike. If it's hot on me and it's baking me, imagine your bike, imagine your engine. You know, if you're going to be riding through the hot part of the summer, then you're on a metric bike, make sure your antifreeze is good. It's up to par. Air-cooled engines don't
0: do well in the heat, do they? Yeah.
1: So with air-cooled engines, taking a little bit of break every now and then is actually not going to be too terrible. Now, granted, you get a lot of different heat cycles. So some would argue that, well, that's harder on it than just keeping it hot. Not necessarily. You get a hot engine like a Harley, V-Twin, air-cooled and you constantly run at 80, 90 miles an hour for hours on end at 110 degrees outside, you're going to do a lot more damage to your motorcycle than you would ever expect. You know, something you could do is run good oils in it. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a chemist by no means, but word on the street is, is that synthetic oils help cool a little bit better as far as your air-cooled motors. So if you have to in the summertime, run a good synthetic oil, a top-quality synthetic oil, try to lower the temperatures on your bike. Now there is one cool product. I'm not a pimp in this regard, but it's called love jugs. Yeah. I oh love
0: it. yeah. Baby. I love
1: jugs too. <laughs> now, but what it is, is it is literally most unlike most Harleys and air cooled that bolts on where your horn bolts on most of the time, left side of the engine, things like that. Anyway, what it does is it bolts on and it's two 12 volt fans that you can turn on at will, or you can put it onto a thermostat. And once it you know, temperature rises, it turns these fans on and it blows crosswind across your engine. From the side. From the side. Exactly. So you're a guy with, say, leg fairings, a full dress bike, things like that. It's getting a lot of blockage from the out, you know, just the wind coming over it. These love jugs blow air through your heads and through your jugs to help cool those down. And I've got numerous customers. I hate the way they look. They're kind of cumbersome, but they absolutely swear by them. And from literature, they'll lower head temperatures 60, 80 degrees, which is substantial. So there's there's a couple things that you could put onto your bikes to help them cool as well. Because if you're feeling it, you know, yes, it's a machine. It doesn't have feelings, whatever. But you got to think about the aspect that... You say it
0: doesn't have feelings my bike has feelings. We love and pamper it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I do. But it's a family member.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And for a lot yours, of yours, you're just,
0: your bikes are just property.
1: Yeah. They're assets. Assets. Yeah. So, but to you, I mean, you're hundred percent right to a lot of guys. It is, you know, you could sit on someone's wife, but do not sit on their bike you know know (laughs) there's a lot of guys like that yeah say what you want but just don't touch my bike yeah (laughs) so take care of it as well you know there's a lot of things that you can do and then we talk about you know tires tires will break down a lot faster in a really really hot day
0: and this comes back to the thing we've always harped on don't buy cheap tires
1: yes yes exactly you know, on touring bikes, you run somewhere around 38 to 40 pounds of pressure in your back tire, you know, 36 to 38 pounds of pressure in your front tire. When you get smoking down a hot highway, air expands with heat. You know, you'll see pressures up around 48, 50 pounds of pressure in your back tire. And, and they climb up there quite a bit in the front tire as well. Well, now you're also bridging the gap on what that tire, most of them say 42 PSI max cold which means there's gonna be a gray area when they start heating up. So if you're running 42 pounds of pressure cold, that sucker's gonna to get to where it's gonna be very expanded, very
0: tight. So if you're gonna be riding your bike and it is wicked hot outside, do yeah. you recommend leaving the barn a little low on tire pressure?
1: So I know it's it seems ridiculous, but me personally, I've done it before. If I know I'm gonna be on a you know 400 mile stretch, Something like that, where I know it's going to get hot. I know it's going to expand air. I do. I typically will dump the air pressure. And how much? So if I'm running, say, 38, I'll go down to about 34, knowing it's going to expand. It's not going to create such a low tire pressure that it's going to wobble and cause issues. I just...
0: And it'll heat up pretty quick.
1: Yeah, it doesn't take very long, especially on a hot day with the asphalt being hot. Like a 105 degree day, that asphalt might be 120 degrees. And then through friction, your tire's rubbing on it. I mean, it's going to heat up everything inside your tire as well. Now, something you can do is run nitrogen in your tires. It doesn't expand as fast. It doesn't expand as much. You got to pay for that shit. And it's never cheap. Like I, I remember seeing guys charging 20 bucks just to fill your tire with nitrogen as opposed to compressed air. No, thank you. So there's a lot of things that you can do as far as that. And then just giving your bike a break for a second here and there, it it really kind of helps with it.
0: You bet. Well, we talked about staying hydrated earlier with carrying water with you, uh, smart water or whatever. want to cover just a little bit, and this is where you are in an invaluable source of information. And that's the only time you'll ever hear me say that.
1: what's coming down the pipe? You want to learn how to screw something up? I'm your guy.
0: Okay. Well, we want to talk about heat exhaustion and heat stroke. Is your beer frozen?
1: One of them is. He got me this perfect little mug, but one of them's like an icicle.
0: Bless its heart. God love it. It's having to... Oh, look at this. It's It's having to fuss with cold beer.
1: No, this is... See, this is what's crazy. We're in an air-conditioned room right now, and my beer is already thawed out in about 15 minutes. That's how warm it is. It's
0: unspeakable.
1: I'll take it. I appreciate it.
0: Good Lord. The things that you do for this podcast.
1: (laughs) Somebody's got to do it.
0: I know. So let's talk about, you're out there and you've not been taking care of yourself. You get signs of heat stroke and uh, heat exhaustion. Some of those signs that your body's gonna tell you about, it's gonna include cramps, nausea, uh, headaches, extreme fatigue, flushed or pale skin, dizziness and heavy sweating, all that kind of nonsense. If you start to get that and you go unchecked, you can develop heat exhaustion and it's a form of mild shock. Yeah. What do you recommend if somebody's getting to the point where they're starting to feel some of those? Obviously, main thing is pull over, get in someplace cool.
1: Yes, yes, for sure. So there's multiple things that you can do. The biggest misconception is rapid cooling. So say you, you got to the point where your core body temperature is way up there. You're starting to be a little bit of dizzy, blurred vision. You're starting to feel nauseous. You realize you haven't sweat or you haven't urinated in a long time or haven't had the urge to that's really where you're at a crucial point now most people think all right well let's get as cool as i can as fast as i can
0: that that's not the way
1: no it really isn't it actually does a lot of damage to your body when you do that so the easiest thing that you could possibly do is if you're on a big stretch you know kansas god forbid you don't have these these options so you need to be a lot more prepared but pull over find you a shade tree know that you're going to have to sit down for a little while. Do they
0: have that in Kansas?
1: That's what I'm saying. Kansas, I'm sorry. You're just screwed. You're like freaking freaking Satan. umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> Satan's asshole hot there and just nothing, no protection. But the best things that you could possibly do is if you can, if you're around a, a gas station, get inside, get cooled down. Now you don't necessarily want to just start chugging water right then and there, you know, cool yourself off slowly. If you can, if the best places to cool on your body to try to lower core temperatures and help fight this is your armpits, your neck, and believe it or not your groin. If you can cool those areas down, now your core is going to start, you know, come your core temperature is going to start coming down a lot smoother, a lot better, a lot healthier. Now, jumping into an ice bath or something like that, that's really reserved for when your core body temperature gets way 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 up there. You'll almost go you know, you'll, you'll pass out. You'll almost go comatose for a while. And that's when say doctors or the medical field, that's when they rapid cool you. And that's literally just to save whatever they can. But, you know, and I could be wrong on that. There's guys that are out here listening. They're like, well, that's stupid. Whatever. Okay. I'm just giving you my experience on it. So the easiest thing you can possibly do you're out riding you're starting to get a little bit of blurred vision you're getting dizzy a headache your or reaction something. yeah, yeah. A headache your reaction times are a lot slower you're starting to feel lethargic that's when you really need to pull over get off your bike um, even in some really really bad hot spots pull over you know park your bike away from the sun if you can to where it casts a little bit of shade and sit down or lay down in the shade right there. And just slow down as much as you can Mm
0: -hmm. and just
1: soak it up as much as you can, as fast as you can. Uh, If you're around a convenience store or even a Walmart or a restaurant or whatever, just go get in and sit down for a little while. It's going to take a little while to cool down. Then you're going to start feeling it come back, you know, then get you some water. If you have to get you a little bit of something to eat. I know it seems stupid because most people, when they get that hot, they don't want to eat anything. Right. Eat something light. It's just going to be replenished nutrients in your body to yeah. help your brain. You're feeding your brain is what yeah, you God are. Yeah, God
0: forbid me for saying so, but eat a salad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you would, huh? Yeah. You'd toss that salad right up, huh?
0: Are you little? Pitch <laughs> one to him underhanded, and he swings <laughs> for the fences. Left field and deep. Lewis with a grand slam.
1: Yeah, yeah, but just honestly, what you really want there is some protein. Get some protein that stays with you quite a while. Um, Most people think this is bad, but a little bit of sodium, a little bit of salt helps with that too. It's
0: not bad because it replenishes. I mean, it does. It helps
1: helps with cramps. It helps with desert training. One on one salt pills. Yes, exactly, exactly. It seems bad because you know salt's typically been something that's bad for you. You know, it makes you sweat does a whole lot of stuff, but it really, it really does help you out in the long term.
0: Absolutely. Also, I want to talk about, uh, lastly, sunblock. Sunblock, On the back huh? of your neck. Yeah. On, your, on the tops of your hands, if you're not wearing gloves, any exposed skin. It's, it's stupid to say, but in this world we live in nowadays, folks, there are people that are just that stupid. And I have to say it. Sunburn sucks.
1: You know what? I'm that stupid guy. Hands down, believe it or not. I'm not a stupid guy.
0: You don't wear sunblock?
1: Nope. I don't wear sunscreen. Don't How do often
0: do you get burnt to the point where the next day, even taking a cold shower, it hurts?
1: Yes. <laughs> I will. My skin's so leathered up anymore that I'm like, eh, you know, what? What does right. Forrest
0: mom say? Stupid is as yeah, stupid, stupid does. does.
1: Yes. You're 100% right. And I can tell you from experience. I can't,
0: I can't, I can't get over listening to that. I love hearing that. Yeah. Because you know damn well I don't hear it from the wife. <laughs>
1: I am I am the worst about it too, and take it from me, like, you know, I'm a ginger, I'm a redheaded guy, so typically we burn really, really bad. That is literally You're
0: actually an albino, but you just let your skin go so bad in <laughs> the sun, it's turned red.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's literally your it's a degree of burn. So you wouldn't hold your hand over an open flame, right? because yeah. it'll burn you. It's the same damn thing with sun and sunburns. It is a degree of a burn on your skin.
0: And everybody knows that sucks. Yes. It, and it, it the does. bad part about sunburn is you don't really realize it's happening to you until it's too late. And way
1: too late. Yep. Yeah. Way too late. It's usually when you get home, you get done and you start peeling everything off, and then your skin just starts cooking. And it's I went still floating hot.
0: down a river one time on an inner tube for a long day. Yeah. And when I got home, I was just like, just kill me now. Yeah. It would it's be rough. better just to put me out of my misery.
1: It is rough.
0: Well, we're going to kind of wrap it up there. We've pretty much covered everything you need to know about riding in the heat. Uh, you can check out our featured story at OzarkRides.com, and it'll give you all kinds of neat tips and tricks on how to stay cool during these dog days of summer. If you've enjoyed this episode and like to keep it going, then you also might consider becoming a club member. It's really easy to do. Just go to Patreon.com forward slash Ozark Rides. Or you can click the Patreon link on any page at OzarkRides.com. We've got giveaways, exclusive videos, and you even get access to the podcast before anyone else. Also, automatic entry into our new monthly prize giveaway. So check it out if you are so inclined. So until next time, Randy Lewis is just about finished with his beer. He can chug that down. And we'll call it a day. Stay cool, stay safe, and stay on two wheels.